0: Welcome to Oncology Data Advisor. Today, I'm joined by Dr. Henry Park, who is the Chief of Thoracic Radiotherapy at Yale School of Medicine, Smilo Cancer Network. Last year, Dr. Park served as faculty for I3 Health's CME and CPD-CPE-approved activity on optimizing treatment selection, sequencing, and tolerability in small cell lung cancer. Today, he's here to share some updates that have occurred in the field since then, including data presented just this month at the American Society for Therapeutic Radiology and Oncology, ASTRO, annual meeting. Dr. Park, thanks so much for coming on today.
1: Thanks very much for having me.
0: So would you like to introduce yourself and share what your work and your research focus on?
1: Sure. So my name is Henry Park. I'm an associate professor, the vice chair for clinical research, and also chief of thoracic radiation therapy at Yale. My research focuses on comparative effectiveness research and clinical trials really to study the value of radiation therapy and the nuances of treatment planning in improving outcomes for patients with lung cancer.
0: So I'm excited to hear about the updates that were presented at the ASTRO annual meeting recently. Uh, To start off, what were some of the notable abstracts in SCLC that were presented?
1: Yes, this year was a very exciting year for advancing small cell lung cancer treatment at ASTRO. There were two plenary talks, a clinical trial session, and also two oral presentations, tackling the issue of of using radiation dose escalation for limited stage disease, also hippocampal avoidance techniques for prophylactic cranial irradiation when patients don't have brain metastases yet, stereotactic radiosurgery for those who do have brain metastases, and also consolidative thoracic radiation for extensive stage disease. So for limited stage small cell lung cancer, A phase 3 trial from China was presented by Dr. Yu and studied the value of escalating dose of twice-daily radiation to the involved primary tumor and lymph nodes. Either way, patients received three weeks of twice-daily radiation. Overall survival and progression-free survival were both improved in patients receiving the higher dose treatment without an increase in side effects. The primary critiques were that the overall survival differences were much more impressive than progression-free survival, mirroring the earlier study from Norway from Gronberg et al., and that patients had to be 70 years or younger, and that 40% of patients were non-smokers, and this was not representative of the small cell lung cancer patient in the U.S. That being said, 54 gray in th- in, uh, uh, using 30, 54 gray in 30 fractions twice daily uh, did seem to have a benefit over 45 gray in 30 fractions twice a day. So for prophylactic cranial irradiation for small cell lung cancer, an NRG phase three trial called NRG CC003 was presented by Dr. Gandhi. And this compared hippocampal avoidance techniques versus standard techniques of PCI. There was no statistically significant difference in the primary neurocognitive endpoint called the Hopkins verbal learning test. But there did appear to be a benefit in a secondary endpoint of neurocognitive function overall. Momantine paradoxically trended towards increased neurocognitive failure, which is, which is an interesting finding that was somewhat surprising. For those with brain metastases from small cell lung cancer, a German phase two study called Encephalon was presented by Dr. Bernhardt, comparing stereotactic radiosurgery versus standard whole brain radiotherapy. While not all patients had neurocognitive function values recorded, the authors concluded that there was a greater risk of significant decline in neurocognitive function three months after baseline for patients receiving whole brain radiation compared to SRS. What's unclear is whether or not this difference persists and whether or not the outcomes will be different when comparing to hippocampal avoidance whole brain radiation rather than standard whole brain radiation. Then there were two additional Chinese oral presentations focused on retrospective analyses of patients receiving versus not receiving consolidated thoracic radiation along with maintenance immunotherapy following upfront chemo immunotherapy in extensive stage small cell lung cancer. The first one was presented by Dr. Lee and they observed higher survival for those undergoing consolidated thoracic radiation. While the second one presented by Dr. B noted that dose escalating radiation therapy from 30 gray in 10 fractions up to 45 gray in 15 fractions did not appear to have a beneficial effect.
0: Great, well, thank you so much for sharing all these results. It's uh, that was a really comprehensive overview and exciting to hear about all the new updates. So how do you think that these new results will begin to affect SCLC practice?
1: So in my practice, I think limited stage patients will continue to have the option of twice daily radiation over three weeks in 30 fractions uh, versus once daily radiation over six to seven weeks in 30 to 35 fractions. Either way, I plan to push the dose a bit higher to the primary and nodal tumors themselves than I may have done in the past based on results of this astro presentation of, the, of this uh, phase three trial from China. In addition to similar findings from the Norway phase two trial, while still respecting the normal organ constraints as much as I've done before. You know from the Convert study as well as the RTOG 0538 study that uh, using 66 to 70 gray, um, is, while not superior to 45 gray, it, you know doing that twice daily, um, you know may still be uh, you know fairly similar in terms of outcomes. And now we're seeing that for 54 gray in 30 twice daily fractions, uh, may be better than 45 gray in twice daily fractions. Uh, so I think either way, I would inch more towards uh, the higher end of those ranges, as much as possible. In the near future, we're also looking forward to results of the Adriatic and the LU005 studies in defining the role of concurrent or consolidated radiation for limited stage disease. Now, if immunotherapy becomes a standard of care after these trials show their results, then we should consider acting right away in conducting clinical trials that are based on improved combinations of systemic therapies that are being added to the backbone of chemoradiation. Now, for other questions regarding PCI, consolidated radiation, and brain metastasis stereotactic radiosurgery, I'll continue to encourage patients to enroll on our three active small cell lung cancer cooperative group clinical trials. So the first one for PCI is the Maverick S1827 trial, and this randomizes both limited, limited stage and extensive stage patients without brain metastases between getting PCI versus no PCI uh, but either way getting, uh, having regular MRI surveillance. For patients on this study, I will feel better about offering hippocampal avoidance techniques based on these cc 3 results that were presented at Astro. Hippocampal avoidance was allowed, but not required on this Maverick trial. And I think in the era of routine MRI surveillance, immunotherapy, and hippocampal avoidance techniques, it's really critical to have updated prospective data on this question regarding the impact of PCI on both survival and neurocognitive outcomes. The Raptor NRG LU007 study, looking at consolidated radiation for extensive stage patients, randomizes those who get chemo and immunotherapy and maintenance immunotherapy between getting radiation to up to five sites versus not getting radiation afterwards. It's also important to have prospective data on the value of consolidated radiation to see if the recent retrospective evidence presented at this year's ASTRO, as well as prior prospective evidence from the CREST trial that favor consolidated radiation, still applies in this current era of immunotherapy. I do not plan to dose escalate beyond 30 gray in 10 fractions, except in very unusual circumstances based on this ASTRO study. Of note, these extensive stage patients without brain metastases can actually co-enroll on both the Maverick and the Raptor studies. So if they have uh, no brain metastases and they have extensive stage disease, they can be randomized to PCI or no PCI and also consolidated radiation versus no consolidated radiation. And finally, the NRG CC009 study is randomizing patients with up to 10 brain metastases to either hippocampal avoidance whole brain versus SRS which is a highly relevant question in light of the encephalon results, which only compared SRS to standard whole brain radiation.
0: Awesome. It's great to hear about all the ways that these trials are already beginning to affect practice. So what are some of the additional research directions, either for these trials or others, that you're looking forward to seeing in the, in the next you know, months or years? This is really a
1: a very exciting time in small cell lung cancer, which has seen relatively few major and even incremental therapeutic advances over the past several decades. I look forward to the publication of these astro presentations so we can learn more details about who these patients were and exactly who may benefit most from these uh, interventions. Um, But I'm also looking forward to seeing the results of other completed trials uh, recently like Adriatic and LU005 looking at the value of immunotherapy in limited stage disease, in addition to chemo radiation. Looking forward to seeing if immunotherapy and dose escalation at the same time uh, of the radiation may be helpful as well for these patients. And also ongoing trials like Maverick, Raptor, and CC009 that are tackling optimal multidisciplinary treatments in both limited stage and extensive stage small cell lung cancer. The more that we can work together among medical oncology radiation oncology, and surgery. In terms of figuring out the best combinations of these treatments for our small cell lung cancer patients, the better off we'll be.
0: Fantastic. Well, it's so great to hear about all these new advances in SCLC. So thank you so much for coming on today to explain all of them.
1: All right. Thank you for your time. Take care now.